Welcome into another Red Out Podcast. My name is Devin. We're in here tonight talking some football, basketball. No, we're not talking basketball. Anyway, uh, let's get into it. Hey, hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor, who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you were wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com slash redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. All right. Welcome back, guys. Um, I'm going to get into some football here. Let me get my notes pulled up. I've been working on them part of the afternoon. Uh, Jared, how's it going, bud? It's good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Um, so I guess just right off the bat, I'm going to kind of go after Jared a little bit, uh, inadvertently, uh, loser, the dolphins neurologist, honestly, just the dolphins in general, (laughs) pretty rough for you, huh? Yeah, it's amazing how fast the air can get let out of our balloon of being the top team and now losing our starting quarterback for the foreseeable future. And, I mean, it's just a hot mess. I mean, I hope that there's good that comes out of this situation with Tua, of course. Like, he took that pretty solid hit to the ground and uh, basically knocked him out and everything. I mean, his bell was rung for sure. And, like, his body, like, his hands is what was so scary. Like, his fingers, he went to, like, fencing response, which is when you have, like, severe head trauma, essentially. So... I'm hoping he can get better soon. I mean, he's such a great guy. I hate it. He's been crippled with injuries basically since he left Alabama to be on the Dolphins. He was looking so good to start the season, too. I mean, as much as he wants to play, I mean, he does need to think about his health. And I mean, everybody thought he had a concussion on Sunday against the Bills and then played on Thursday and then got, for sure, (laughs) a concussion from that. So, I mean, you got to take care of your head. I mean, CTE is real and very, very devastating. So, I mean, I I hope the best for him. I hope he gets well soon and he can play again at some point. But at the same time, I mean, you got to think about your personal well-being. I mean, it's an investment, really. I mean, if he – Nobody's gonna have a have a career like Tom Brady. I'm sorry, this is just crazy. Except Bailey Zappi, which is our winner, obviously. Okay, okay, I okay. I'll give you Bailey Zappi could have a could have a Tom Brady. Uh, but my thing with Brady is that's the length of the career. You know, not many quarterbacks yeah. make it that long. Look at Peyton. Peyton was about the same time as Brady. Well, it looks like it cost Brady his wife because they're getting a divorce. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, are they? Yeah, that Ooh. was announced today. So details of that are a little bit public. So that's kind of horrible. 
It's probably because him and Gronk have been too close. Probably. That and Giselle <laughs> probably wanted him to retire, and he did. And then he realized he has a wife and kids that he has to be around 24-7. He's like, nah. I'm sorry, but but his wife just looks high-maintenance. That's all I'm saying. Probably. And I am not a high-maintenance guy. Like, that is, that's not my thing. Like, I, I am not doing that. He's <laughs> Maybe my the second wife. Football. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, uh, maybe my second wife, but definitely not first. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah. The, but as far as like the Dolphins neurologist, from everything I've heard, and of course my source is a punter that used to be in the NFL, uh, was that the Dolphins neurologist was fired because basically he refused to cooperate. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's and, and that's just BS. You know, that's there should be a layer of transparency you know, you're treating a player, you know, well, you know, I, I, I saw this on the cat skin or I saw this and, you know, I just assumed it was okay. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a misdiagnosis. It's just me being, well, it is a little bit of a misdiagnosis. Everybody's thought that that was a concussion. Just the way he responded after he got up from that hit against yeah. the bills. I mean, he was woozy. He was completely disoriented. A back injury is not going to make you feel disoriented like that. And I, and I agree. I'm just saying like, I was said my misdiagnosis, but like, I'm saying like, you know, just be transparent and say, I misjudged the situation is what I'm saying. Not, you know, yeah, he, he, you know, he looked concussed, but when we tested him, you know, his test scores were around this area. You know what I'm saying? Cause like even at yeah. Western, uh, towards the end of my tenure, um, they had uh, concussion protocol set up and they had all the players come in and test during camp and all these players would come in. And then after, you know, you get your, get your bell rung, so to speak, they would go test and they mm-hmm. would see what that result corresponded to the baseline test. And I mean, you know, it shows a lot on there. We actually had a guy who tested better after his concussion than he did before. <laughs> So, that would be me. True story. That's a true story. That's how story. you become a savant. I know people tripping and falling and hitting their head on something and being like a proficient piano player <laughs> architect or something after hitting your head. I mean, who knows? Gosh. If that was it, if that was it, I'd just be like, Whoop. I feel but Devin, with being with being any type of health person with football, I feel like the hardest part is just trying to tell the player, be like, you can't come back in, especially when they are so competitive and it's like, put me back in there, I feel okay. Just let, let me go help my team. Like, I mean, you just have to tell them no. And that's probably the hardest part of that. Do you know what we did? I'll tell What'd you straight you up. Um, because with a concussion, like they've got like a 10 second memory, some of them. Mm-hmm. So you'd literally be like, you'd be like, Jared, you're out. You've got a concussion. You cannot go back in the game. Mm-hmm. And just doing that, you'd be like, you'd go up to coach and you'd be like, hey, coach, I'm good to go. And the coach would be like, what? Okay. Yeah. Get back in there. Go on. And yeah. then, you know, the trainers would be like, or the doctors or whoever would be like, what the, why is he in? You know, he doesn't need to be in. Blah. Well, we steal their helmets. Mm-hmm. So what we would do is, you know, we would tell coach your position coach, uh, Jared's out. He's got a concussion mm-hmm. and coach would be like, okay. Um, you'd go up to coach and be like, Hey coach, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And coach would be like, Hey, where's your helmet? And then you'd go look for your helmet and we've already pulled it. It's probably in the locker room by now. You know, <laughs> you're not going to find the helmet. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what we do. They would go look for their helmet and 
you know, coaches would know, hey, he's not ready. He doesn't. He can't find. And then they would come back to the coach and be like, hey, I'm ready to come back in. He's like, okay, go find your helmet and just repeat that process probably fifty <laughs> times. You 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 laugh like my little brother got a concussion when he was little. There was a porch swing, and he was pushing off the edge of the porch on this porch swing, and he missed. Well, as he goes down, he sits up, and the swing caught him in the head. Bam. First concussion he ever got. He got several. Um, first concussion he ever got. That's what it was. And uh, they were took it, taking him to the ER. My parents were taking him. And he uh, uh, he kept asking, where are we? Where are we going? Where are we? Where are we going? And it was just like, oh, my God. My mom's like, oh, is there something wrong with him? And it's like, he's got a concussion. Just, Just relax. It's okay. I did have one player at Western. Uh, he played tight end who actually thought he was in a Nintendo game. Funniest <laughs> oh, thing ever. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like after he got concussed, he thought he was in a game. <laughs> I was like, good gosh, man. Um, there's, a, and I mean, of course, as far as I know, they're fully functional adults now, but you know, it's just one of those things that uh, it's, it's pretty, it's crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember in high school, I played with a, a guy who um, actually got, he got hit and he got hit in like the first of the third quarter or the end of the second. I can't remember. And he's sitting on the bench. Coaches are like, you ain't, you know, you got your bell rung. Something's not right. Blah, blah, blah. And he just sat there on the bench and like a crazy serial killer, he just <laughs> stared straight into space and just nothing. And then uh, I don't remember if they put him back in in the fourth because we didn't have a trainer at our school when I was there. Uh, I think I can't remember if they put him back in or not. But the next day he's like, I don't remember the third quarter at all. Mm. And it's like, good God, man. You know, it's just it's just wild. Uh, But uh, did you have any other any other uh, winners or losers? Well, Tom Brady was my other loser because of, I mean, the divorce and things, which sucks. I mean, that's whatever, I guess. But <laughs> and the fact that that's all public too, that really sucks. Yeah. But, um, the biggest winner has to be Bailey Zappi, just for the fact oh, that he is basically becoming the new Tom Brady. That's what everyone is hyping him up to be. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I hope he has the success that Tom Brady has, minus the cheating and being a problem. <laughs> Well, I will say I, I did send I sent Jared a video of Ryan Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. uh, talking about why he hated Tom Brady, uh, and it was basically uh, one year when uh, Buffalo beat the Patriots. Tom refused to shake his hand because that's yeah. what quarterbacks always do. They always go out on the fifty, shake each other's hand, you know, best of luck, blah blah blah. And Tom Brady was like, "I ain't having it." And he just walked off. So, and and I don't blame Ryan Fitzpatrick at all because I would be. You know, to be disrespected like that, I'd be like, really? I mean, come on, man. Yeah, um, just butt hurt 24-7. I mean, I completely get that. Uh, well, uh, we'll jump into other sports news real quick at, at uh, Western. Uh, Callie Bayer, she got third in Conference USA, or her third week in a row for getting Conference USA Setter of the Week. Uh, so congratulations to her. Uh, MTSU and Western ended their series, uh, or ended their match with a tie, one to one. That's in WKU soccer. Should have kind of proofread my notes here. Uh, 
And then, of course, uh, WKU uh, Volleyball had double-digit aces, which marks the 11th sweep of the season over Charlotte. There we go. That's, that is wild. They've got it. They've beaten Dominant. them 11, 11 series. They've beaten them. Uh, so awesome job. And Lady Tops Tennis uh, actually uh, finished pretty strong in the MT Invitational. So congratulations to them, too. Okay, let's get to the depressing part that I don't want to talk about. Uh, Troy. I, I, I loathe Troy. Like, mm-hmm. when we played them back in the Sunbelt days, and even, like, I guess kind of, well, it was Sunbelt, basically. I just, I loathed Troy, and I just, oh, this past weekend just set it off again. I was just like, oh, my gosh. I knew um, this would be a close game. People didn't want to believe me. I saw everybody else's score predictions on the towel rack. I was like, this is going to be a close game. And sure enough, it was. And we were on the losing end of it, which sucks. Yes. But but both of us actually said it within a score. Um, I do believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I had 32-24, which eight points. And you had 28-21, which you were pretty close um so you know i can't knock it there i think there were just some dumb decisions made on both sides mm-hmm. um coaching wise like troy i think made like they could have easily scored on us at the end of that first half mm-hmm. or they should have if the coaches hadn't uh kind of instead of spiking it there i don't know why they didn't spike it there right at the end of the first uh mm-hmm. the ball was down in the red zone they Instead of spiking it, they just ran a play. And I'm like, I get running a play, but you're losing that time. You could have had an extra play there. Yeah. Um, and ended up having to kick a field goal. But, you know, it, that was one of those moments I was like, this is, that's not a smart play. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. like in football, you know, like there's certain plays that happen. You know, it's going to happen. And maybe that's why they didn't go with it. I don't know. Um, I will say I did think it was funny that uh, Diggy did get back in. So mm-hmm. my title of the episode was really good. Yeah, and he was the one that ended up getting the win, which is definitely more field of Betrayal. the fire than that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah when, D- when Diggy came back in, I was just, I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? I was like, well, uh, it, and... I thought I knew it was going to be tough for Western going into the fourth with uh, fourth quarter um, right after Troy had scored two against us. I think they scored two that time um, after they had scored the two touchdowns. Western comes into the, you know, they're coming down to it and they've got to score two more and they actually scored one and they're coming back down the field with like three or four minutes to go and um, ended up fumbling, losing the game. Uh, right there and I, honestly up until that fumble i thought western had it mm-hmm. i was like they could easily tie this they're doing pretty good on this drive um let me see yeah yeah troy had scored the two touchdowns uh one right after the right into the fourth at fourteen fifty four, and the other was at seven minutes to go and western scored one at 420 Nice. And he got the ball back and was about to drive down the field, and then uh, Reed fumbled. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, stat-wise, Western did pretty good. Um, we had 470 total yards, which is kind of sad, right? 
Yeah. Troy only had four hundred. Well, Troy only had four hundred fifteen, so they've got less yardage than we do, Mm -hmm. um, which tells me that they had better field position when they got the ball than we did. Yeah. You know, they're we're running further than they are, Um, and actually, something else. I don't know. Did you watch the game? Mm -mm, I didn't get to see it. Okay. Okay. Um, right at the end of the, right before the end of the second, you know, minutes ago, Western's marching down the field and Reed keeps throwing these quick outs, quick outs, quick passes, uh, receiver gets out of bounds. Everything's, everything's golden. Everything's going good. <sighs> Excuse me. And, uh, and no huddle, high tempo, quick stuff. And then like second half, we didn't do that at all. And I never figured out why, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I wonder if the guys were just exhausted and they were like, well, we can't go back to that. You know, eh, they can't handle it or, and I might be wrong. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm right or anything. These are just uh, hypotheses, but you know, it's just one of those things that it was like, that was working. I don't know why we went away from it or yeah, maybe, maybe it's something they're wanting to do more in conference than out of conference. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, either way, I mean, you want to stick with what works, and that hurry-up offense has been working for us. But, I mean, I think that is kind of what cost us in the Indiana game especially, is that we were just completely out of gas at the end of that one. Yeah. And just kind of started falling apart. But, I mean, hopefully, I mean, we're getting close to that mid-season point where hopefully getting the stamina back up and everything. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you really want to stick with what's working, and, and that's kind of disappointing. And then also with this game against Troy, it was the first time that – Western's been held under 30 points in 18 games. Yeah. That's which is that's pretty crazy, crazy to think yeah. about. I mean, it was still 27 points, but at the same time, I mean, 30 has been that benchmark the past 18 games in a row. And it was yeah. the longest in the FBS. And I think that they, Western had posted about that prior to the game of that record. And we lost it basically immediately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then, of course, my brain, uh, the announcers were like, this is the ninth time that uh, Troy has beaten Western, uh, you know, hoping to make it 10. And I was just like, why do you got to say that? Mm-hmm. Why do you got to say it like that? And then Troy actually ended up beating us and extended their series to 10 wins. And I don't even remember how many losses. I'd have to look it up. But uh, Yeah. And it also still kind of furthers all of our points as far as the Sun Belt being better than Conference USA, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it, it's it's a hard case to I mean, and it's here's my thought too is seeing where Troy's going to end up after beating us and then you know, where will Western end up after losing to them, you know. Um, we got a long road ahead of us. We have UTSA we really at UTSA this next game which we'll talk about. And then the week after that is Middle and Middle beat Miami at Miami. And then, of course, I mean, we have FAU down the road. and Well, and not to overlook UTSA, UTSA beat middle. Yeah. So True. that's another thing to think about, too. And then, is... of course, you have Auburn thrown in the mix of all of that. <laughs> yeah, Auburn just adds a whole nother fun level to this. Um, uh, just a couple quick stats here. Western had 406 yards passing, 64 rushing. I hate yeah. it any time we're under 100 yards rushing. I, th- I agree. you got to have some solids. I know that we're a pass-heavy team, obviously, but if we can open the run game up, that will help the passing offense so much because yeah. everyone is going to have somebody in the backfield, always, always, yeah. like have quarters back or something 
just that extra coverage coverage or whatever i mean you know if you, you want to be able to try to get the defense to think that they could be a run chance but they don't really yeah, think yeah i mean you definitely want those corners on their toes rather than their heels yeah um, exactly when it comes when it comes to run pass game uh so then you know it's going to open up things once if you can get you know if you're going heavy pass then you need to start running so you can because it's <laughs> it's kind of one of those things like with kids or anybody else you know if you're giving them something you know every time they do something they're expecting it and then you know you stop doing it and then they expect it yeah um, so like uh, army navy or navy is the is the big one I think they always run the ball except for like once a game they'll pass it. And that's the one time that it burns you bad. Yeah, um, they could have one pass and one passing touchdown for the game, but yet that one touchdown could be enough to make them win. Exactly. And that's, that's where I'm going with it. It's they, um, you know, they've always got that opportunity to score because of that crazy, just one play. And you just, you overlook it. Cause you're just thinking it's come, it's a run and they're passing. Uh, so yeah, you definitely have to open that up. The biggest thing for me, and I think it was a big second half thing was penalties. Uh, Western had ended up with nine penalties for 85 yards. Troy had seven for 69. Troy, I think their first half was a lot of penalties. Uh, a lot of those penalties hurt them majorly because of, uh, you know, like where they were. Um, there was a couple drives that were kept alive because Troy had some goofy penalties. And I mean, even the refs called out one of the penalties that um, Troy threw a pass out of the back of the end zone because the quarterback was rushed and they said it was intentional grounding and the refs were, or the, uh, the people in the booth were like, that's not, that's not a penalty. That's a horrible call. They're like, he can do that. Which I was like, I, I don't remember on that one. Um, so, but it was just like, okay. Um, but Troy capitalized in the red zone five out of five times. Western had three chances in the end zone to capitalize, and they did on all three. But if you can't get there, what's that matter? Exactly. I mean, they got their five times, we got their three. So, you know, and of course we had two turnovers, uh, one fumble lost, and uh, Troy had one uh, turnover. But, you know, it's it just hurts when, uh, especially that last turnover, which that's nobody's fault, but, you know, it's just a, it's just something that happens. Uh, but you have to, and we did have, I have to remember, I had to remember this. We did have a big man catch, which was yes. great. We converted on fourth down for us. Loved it. I was just, as soon as I saw what was going on, like, cause it, there was a split second there. I was like, what is going on? Is this live? You know, like, is this a live ball? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, big man caught it and I cannot think of his name. I'm gonna have to look it up on uh, team stats here. Oh, uh, receiving. Here we go. Was it Gunner Britton? Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's offensive lineman. Yes, it is. Gunner Britton, yes. <laughs> he got 12 yards. Way to go, big guy. Love it. Um, he actually got more yards than Simon and uh, Poindexter, <laughs> which is crazy. I don't uh, like that. I don't, I don't either. like that. Uh, Poindexter, I'm guessing it was a screen because he didn't get any yards out of it. Uh, and Simon got two receptions for 11 yards. And then Britton got He's the 12 He's got to get him more involved. Well, and then, of course, Robocho's right in front of Britton. 
but yeah, I definitely agree. We got to get Poindexter more involved, but Poindexter. Uh, no, I'm well, talking about Simon. Him. Oh yeah, I agree. But and here's my thing too: is Simon had a pretty bad game. Um, was what game was it? He had a couple of 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 mess up mess ups on. Um, was it Indiana? I can't remember. It was Probably. a couple of weeks back. I can't remember if it was FIU or Indiana that he had a couple a couple foo bars, and you know it sounds bad, but quarterbacks are going to go to who they trust. Mm-hmm. You know, if they think you know they think you're going to bobble or, or something's going to happen, you know they're not going to look to you as much. And Simon's got to get that confidence back from Reed and himself in himself to do to do a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Trying, I'm fighting back a belch. I was just like, oh my gosh. Um, well, we, as aside here, um, I went to Target today because I'm a basic B, as my wife would say. And uh, I got, uh, I found something called, um, I think it's called liquid IV stickers or something. And it's basically like stuff to add to water. It's supposed to make you more hydrated with like a single glass of water or something. It tastes like Gatorade, lemon lime Gatorade. It's not bad, but mm-hmm. I just feel overly hydrated now. So I'm like trying not to burp. Um, so, um, yeah, the the Troy game was really, um, I thought Western had a chance there at the end. Um, I know Matt was, he was very, uh, he's always really pumped up anyway. And he thought Western had a really good shot there towards the end. And, and I think they did up until that fumble. I mean, obviously, when they fumbled with a minute to go, I knew the game was over. That was it. Yeah. Uh, but excuse me. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that was those were my uh, observations on the game. Um, what are your uh, closing thoughts on the Troy game, Jared? Uh, I mean, it's still disappointing, and also for the fact that it was like parent weekend too, and there was over twenty thousand people in the house. I feel like Western has lost every single game where they've had over twenty thousand twenty thousand people <laughs> in the house. Every single time we get a big crowd for once, like they all they do is gripe about attendance and everything. And then when everybody shows up, we lose every single time. It doesn't matter if it's Vanderbilt, it doesn't matter if it's Indiana, it doesn't matter if it's Troy, we always lose that game. And I can't understand for the life of me why that happens. Excuse me. Yes. Well, I mean, yes, we had 20,168. Um capacity is 23,776. So, and that's that's just the that's the numbers that were given. I the, I will say the old side of the state or the new side of the stadium looked pretty sparse, but I don't know. Um, yeah, it's probably all on the especially up in the end. top, which whatever. Um. Okay, so UTSA. There is a, some. There's a couple of crazy stats here. Uh, Western is averaging about forty three points a game. Points against is twenty two. And uh, UTSA is 38 uh, points per game, 34 points against. And here's the crazy stat. Western and UTSA both average about 500 yards per game. Man, it's just like is the last wild? season. Yes. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're a little heavier passing. 350 passing, 147 rushing. They've got 365 passing, 135 rushing. So they're heavier on the passing than we are, which crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
yards allowed 352 for us while UTSA has 441 um so we're both actually sitting at the same record we're both three and two um and we're to know in conference USA so this will decide who stays undefeated in conference USA um, I mean, there's always a lot riding on this game, especially last season, because, <laughs> I mean, the first time we played them was a, a completely close game, super duper close game that we lost. And then we played them for the Conference USA Championship last season, yeah, which was another very close game that we yeah. lost. And that was with Zappy, that was with Stearns, that was with our best players. But that was also when UTSA had Sincere McCormick, which was a really, really good running back. But thank God he is gone. So there's not as much of a run through. That's probably why they're passing it so much with Frank Harris. But man, yeah. they still have a lot of the same pieces as they did on the team that won the championship last season. So yes. I, I'm not feeling great going into this weekend. Because this is my hot take. And I said this earlier in the group chat. Is that, I mean, we can't really help it. But I mean, we haven't beat anybody that's good. Because no. we started the season with Austin P and won, which we, I mean, usually we lose to FCS teams for whatever reason, <laughs> but finally we won that one. And then, of course, Hawaii, which Hawaii had been torched by Vanderbilt the game before us, and that was kind of an indicator of how that would go, and we ranked them uh, pretty well. And then, yeah, of course, we played Indiana. We should have won that game. Like, so many opportunities to win that game. We should have won that game, but still didn't get it done. Of course, um, who else did we play? Who else did we play? I mean, and then, of course, Troy, looking at them, still we another game that we uh, should have won. And then FIU. I don't even count FIU. them as an FBS team. Yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. 73 to nothing is ridiculous. But, I mean, the te- the wins that we have aren't very impressive. And we have games that we should have won, but we didn't. And it's just frustrating. We could easily be 5-0 and right now. Easily. And just think of how much of an impact that would make on the national perception of this team versus being three and two and being a decent conference USA team with another good quarterback. It completely changes the narrative of this team and their expectations. But the fact that we did lose these two close games against Indiana and Troy, I mean, I want to see us get a good quality win and we don't have it yet. UTSA, if we were to pull this off, would be the biggest win that we've had this entire season, hands down. So okay. I'd love to see that. Hawaii is one and four right now. It's not good. Somehow, somehow they are third in the Mountain West. Must be pretty bad. And also well, another thing that happened was that Indiana lost to Nebraska. So just ooh. putting that out there. So that's pretty terrible. Hey, <laughs> I've said all along we'd want that game back. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to check some of these other games to see if anybody else has really done anything. Um, I mean, Austin sh- P's probably decent at FCS level. Indiana has lost two straight. Yeah. Indiana's lost two straight. They lost to Cincinnati and Nebraska, and they're probably going to lose this week, spoiler alert, to Michigan. They're playing Michigan, yeah. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they've got Maryland after that, Rutgers, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan State, and Purdue. Um, I brutal. said <laughs> on this show during the Indiana week, if we lose this game, we'll want it back, and we should have beat them. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Indiana should – we should have beaten Indiana, and what aggravates me the most is Indiana wants to act like it's a Super Bowl win. And I'm like, 
you're you beat a mid-major team and you're actually i mean it's probably the biggest win you're going to have this year might be the only win they have the rest of the season (laughs) it probably is and i hope it is um and then fiu what have you done this year fiu have you done anything bryant in overtime oh they beat new mexico state too which they're also terrible, and that's going to be a future Conference USA team in football. So that's another great, great conference matchup we're going to get to look forward to. <laughs> Twenty-one to seven. Uh, they've got UConn this week, which I don't know what UConn's done. They got UTSA next week. Uh, Charlotte, New Louisiana, Louisiana Tech. I almost said State. Louisiana Tech, North Texas, FAU, UTEP, MTSU. Um, yeah, that's uh. Like I, I do agree with your with your statement. Who have we played? N- nobody. We've really played nobody. Um, Troy was a good test, but we haven't played anybody. But it yeah, sounds I bad. Mean, but but the thing is, is that I mean, the thing is, is that that I would rather be two and three with our wins almost <laughs> against like Indiana and Troy, and that I mean, it's still. I mean, we could be 5-0 so easily, so, yes. so, so easily. I just wanted to get us a quality win, and we haven't got it yet. I mean, we've taken care of business against the cellar dwellers, but it's going to be a hard road this next few weeks and down the stretch. I mean, playing UTSA in San Antonio this week, then, of course, playing middle, which you know how that rivalry goes. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, we'll and have FAU at some point. And then UAB is going to be thrown in the mix of that at home. And yep. then you have Auburn, uh, the uh, being in November, uh, on the road in an SEC team, so it's it's going to be tough. We're really going to see what this team is made out of, and I'm kind of concerned because we've lost a couple of games that we should really have. Um, any chance that Western upsets Auburn? No, judging you by big- what I saw this past weekend, losing at home Detroit, no. I was, Unless you know, Troy is better than Auburn, which that could be possible. I mean, Auburn's not great this season. I was going to say Auburn's three and two, fourth in SEC. Uh, they beat Missouri, which yeah, whatever. They beat San Jose State and they beat Mercer. They lost to Penn State and they lost to LSU. I mean, I'm not saying right now this isn't a this may be a hot take, but this could be like an Arkansas matchup from a few years back. Just saying. They may just overlook us like Miami overlooked MTSU. And <laughs> That's maybe. what I'm hoping for. Hey, I'm good yeah. with that. It's the game before Bama, so there's a very good possibility of that. Um, yeah, I would like to see it. I don't think it's going to happen, but um, yeah, they're giving Auburn 62% to beat us at, at their place. That's still, and that game still that game is still to be determined, so. That's very generous, though. Sixty-two percent on the road, November SEC team. I can sixty-two percent. I can live with that. Wonder what the oh okay, Western versus MTSU. What do you think it is? What do you think Probably. the what's the football power index from ESPN saying about Western versus MTSU? Without looking at it, probably like sixty forty WKU. It it's sixty seven percent WKU. Mm. Obviously, no money lines or anything on it yet, but that's pretty wild considering what um, MTSU beat Miami. Well, and what then, is it for this weekend? You should tell everyone. I should look that part up, shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. Um, Western is favored 
54 to 45. That's a lot closer. That's a coin flip almost. Yeah, but the, the spread's given six and a half to UTSA. Hmm. Now, I will say hmm. part of that is probably because we're going to the Alamo. The Alamo yeah. Dome. And believe it or not, I know you, you may not remember this, uh, it's going to be 84 degrees in there on Saturday. Man, that's hot. <laughs> Compared to Bowling Green now. <laughs> it's in a dome. And that's what I forgot last year is they played in a dome. Uh, so you would think that they would be like, hey, let's put this on like 75. <laughs> no, nah, just roast everyone. Yeah, let's put it on 84 because it's going to be hot as all get out. Honestly, that'll feel cool going inside from Texas into air conditioning 84 degrees. <laughs> yeah, but the guys are training right now at 70 degrees. Yeah. So that's going they're going to be cramping and everything else. And see, here's another thing, too, is that I know it won't be that close to the same, but looking at the environment that UTSA had when we played them in UTSA for the conference championship game was absolutely insane. Like that, that was to a me, game. yeah, that proves to me that they are definitely worthy of being an American athletic conference team because they had that place filled. They were loud. They showed up. They, they definitely showed up. showed up and they won the conference title because of that. And do you yep. want to know what I think is crazy? This is definitely true though. Before Bailey Zappi took his first career NFL snap at Lambeau Field on basically his own three-yard line in that road environment, the hardest road environment he had seen in the entire season, pretty much, that we had with him at Western was at UTSA. Yep. Which, that's kind of crazy to think about. And that's where we're going this weekend, and I'm definitely concerned about it. <laughs> I, I don't blame you at all. Um, they showed up. I don't know... I don't know how well they'll show up this time, though, um, because of the stakes of the game last time. Yeah, obviously. The stadium the stadium is a lot bigger than us. Uh, it holds 36,582, so about thirteen to 16,000 more people. Uh, the game will be on ESPN Plus, 7 p.m. Eastern, or 6 p.m. Eastern, 7, uh, 5 p.m. <laughs> 5 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. Uh but, you know, if you're in the San Antonio area, definitely go support the tops where you're red. Uh, but it's uh, it, it's it's going to be a different environment, and I, I don't know if they'll show up. They may show up. I'm definitely going to try and catch the game. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how everything goes. Um, Harris is back for what for uh, UTSA. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, 12 touchdowns, five interceptions. Uh, Brady is their running back, leading running back, 304 yards, four TDs. Uh, Robichaux's leading us with 315 yards, one touchdown. I like watching Robichaux run. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say, are you in the same boat as me? Um, the, you know, this young man, he takes off and it's just like, ooh, go, 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 go. Um, and then, of course, leading for us, we've got Davis who's leading. Uh, I'm really surprised Corley's not in that talk. Maybe it's just because of last week with Davis getting a couple good catches. I don't know. Yeah, I mean they're pretty even. Yeah, I mean we're this is a this. I mean with us being fifty four percent, I'm really surprised uh, that UTSA is not closer. I would have UTSA favored. That's just my two cents. Well, Vegas is Vegas does have them favored. 
Yeah, but as far um, as the FPI, it has us favored. For I I don't I don't put a lot in the FPI because as far as I'm concerned, it's some intern. It's nobody. It had us it. beating Troy by like eighty percent. That obviously. Yes. I knew that was going to yeah. be a lot closer than it should have been. Which I don't know. I mean, as you said, it could be just some intern at ESPN be like, oh. Troy, yeah, um, it's at Western, so we'll just give them an extra fifty percent. Yeah, it, it in my in my mind, I picture it's like, hey Jared, hey Jared, did you get those predictions done for the uh, Conference USA games? Conference like, USA, oh, the heck is oh, crap, that? Crap, crap, crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got those done. Let me uh, click, 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 just to get those in real quick. That's that's what I'm picturing. Is some kids Probably. just like, eh, uh, Western beat Hawaii. Uh, they beat FIU by seventy three. Okay. Yeah, we'll just give them all the points here. Here we go. There we go. Let's see how this goes. It's not like some big fancy computer at, you know, NASA that figures out who's going to win. Uh, but, yeah, that's whatever. Um, so, uh, after talking a little bit about it, what do you think uh, prediction-wise? What are we looking at? God, uh, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get more nihilist as the season progresses, but... This will be our litmus test, whether or not we're a re- decent team or a pretty good team. Like last yeah. year, we were a pretty good team and still lost to them twice in one season. Yeah. And yeah. E- we easily could have won both of those games. The, Should have. Fir- the first one, that interception that Zappi had, this cost us the game, which sucked. It was like one of the few interceptions he had, but naturally it cost us the game. And then the second time, we buried ourselves in a hole on defense, and we're so close to crawling our way out of it, and just couldn't get it done. We didn't have we didn't have enough time. We ran out of time. Had there been an extra minute left in that game, I think we could have come back. Yeah, but we just didn't have enough time. So my thing is not I'm not worried about our offense. I am terrified of our defense because we just let yeah. Troy get 34 points on us and all those yardage. UTSA is arguably better than Troy is, in my opinion. I'm not feeling great. I would probably say prediction wise, maybe 38 to 28. 38, 28. Who are you giving? UTSA. Oh my gosh, man. Um, It's that road environment. Plus they, they are just way better than us right now. I, I want to be proved wrong, but this past weekend did not encourage me any. Well, I mean, and you're talking about the defense against Troy. The defense against Troy had an issue because they kept getting, you know, the offense was turning it over in bad positions for them. Yeah, um, so, I mean, so we have to so take you, care of the ball better for sure. Yeah, you got. I mean, so it kind of goes. I mean, I'm not trying to throw shade at the offense, but you've got to, you know, it. Defense just came out of a long drive. Western gets the ball back. You know, they had, you know, let's say they fumbled on a second down. That's two downs that the defense got a break. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't get much of a break. Uh, yeah, the guys' conditioning should be better. But at the same point, like, they should have, you know, a little bit more of a break, especially from the offense. Uh, so I'm not blaming them necessarily on the 34 points. I think there were other issues that clicked into that. But I'm going to go – I'm going to say it's uh, – uh, I'm going to say uh, – trying to think of how i want to do it um i'm gonna say western 44 to um utsa 38 so that'll technically be the over mm, maybe. over I on points 
I've been doing it, my it, Q&A with uh, Jared K uh, from uh, Jared Kalmus, UTSA okay. Rivals. He helps with them and also the Automo, the auto, uh, so hard to say, the Alamo Dome Audible. So he's the person we always get usually, either him or yeah. Javi. So I, I sent him his questions. Hopefully I'll have the article up pretty soon, seeing his perspective on it. But And also yeah. we got to give the Troy people from last week the benefit of the doubt because they said they Amen. were going to beat us in the Q&A and they did. So I feel like yeah. these people know what they're talking about. So I would definitely put a lot of stock in whatever Jared has to say. Now, now I will say, I will say, um, I didn't take stock in the Troy people because in my mind I was picturing like a room full of mats. <laughs> you know, and that's my opinion. So, <laughs> you know, somebody who's smoking their own, um, you know, they're sitting there going, ah, we're going to win. Ah, you know, and it's like, eh, I'm not going to take it from you. You know, but yeah, they, they were right. I'm not going to argue with that, but uh, we'll, you know, hey, we'll see what uh, Jared's going to give it to UTSA and I'm going tops until we put money on it. I am not going to take uh, another team. I'm sorry. <laughs> if we All put right. some, if that's how you want to roll, roll it, that's how I'm going to roll. That's it. Hey, you're better red than dead, buddy. Better red than dead. Um, sorry, I'm just making a couple notes. As that one old American guy said, "Give me instead of give me liberty or give me death, give me the tops or give me death." That's right. Uh, that would be Patrick Henry. I don't remember history class. See, I don't do well in geography, but I do remember history. See, I'm good at geography, uh, but I suck at American history. At least that kind is. I saw a bald eagle on my way to work the other day, and it was pretty sick. So that's cool. That is, honestly, like, and, and people kind of maybe judge that, but the truth be told, like, in our area, there's not there's not a lot of bald yeah, eagles. Yeah, it's kind of a rare thing. So if you see them, it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so like I said, Vegas is... Um, Vegas is giving them six and a half over under 73 points. Uh, both. Yeah. I said that uh, UTSA, UTSA also beat army. Uh, so that's kind of an interesting stat there. I wish they could have beat Texas though. That would have been incredible. That would, that dude, I'd be sweating that game, this game a lot more if they beat Texas. Yeah. Texas is Texas. They had their own network forever. You know, that's one of those. You're just like, good gosh. And that would um, be like them beating UK. It'd be it's like our equivalency of beating UK or Louisville in football. That would be like us beating Ohio State next year. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, um, it's in state though. That's what makes it. A little yeah, more yeah, spicy. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but Kentucky doesn't really add up to Texas. You know, well, in my opinion. Where they're probably they were probably ranked higher before that game happened, and they lost this past weekend. Oh, that yeah, I forgot Kentucky was low. And ranked. it serves him right because Kentucky's quarterback puts mayonnaise in his coffee, and I hope that they oh. lose out the rest of his yeah. career for that. As a barista, yeah. he should be in jail, in my opinion. Yes. He should not be allowed to consume coffee. Put him in coffee no. prison. I don't drink coffee, and that sounds disgusting. Um, I could never so, support any program that allows someone to do something. I know, like right? That. Like. Like I cannot picture this dude walking around with a jar of mayo and he's drinking coffee. Like, ugh, ugh. I have friends that go to UK and I feel scared for them that they may come in contact with him on campus on accident and be That's exposed like to psychopathic. That. That's psychopathic behavior right there. I'm just saying. if I was the barista at the local Starbucks on UK's campus and I saw him come in, I just tell him to get out. <laughs> yeah, just start screaming at him. <laughs> just stop it. Get some help. 
go away now. It's time to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So just a, just a fun little goofy thing here at the end. Um, But before we do, if you've made it this far in the episode and you want to support us, like share and subscribe, uh, review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're on. We appreciate it. It helps the channel. If you'd like to go a step further, you can become a patron. You'll get episodes earlier. Uh, I'm thinking about adding some more perks, but you'll be on the discord. You can ask questions. You can, you know, suggest topics. You can do this, that, and another. We're going to have game talk where we talk during, you know, have group chats during games and all that good stuff. And, um, uh, you know, it, and it supports the channel. And, you know, if you want to use the affiliate link for better help, it helps us out too. Uh, and it gives you 10% on that. So, uh, the restaurant draft, I saw this and I think it's great. I think it's hilarious because it actually will help. Um, it'll help some of our, uh, companions in other countries see which, uh, um, which restaurants are top here in the U S. Okay, Jared. So. We're going to do a random number generator. All you have to do is guess even or odd, and this will decide your pick in the draft. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, go. All right. Um, even. Okay. The random number generator I used picked 892, so you get the first pick. So are we doing, like, fast food, or are we doing, like, sit-in restaurant? Strictly fast food. Ooh. All right. All right. Hmm. With the first pick of the 2022 restaurant draft, I would like to select Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's? Ooh. Okay. You already messed up. Nah. You already good. messed up, son. It's good. Don't it's hate. Good. It's good, but it's not top dog. Okay. Uh, with the second pick in the 2022 restaurant draft, I am selecting Chick-fil-A. I mean, the spicy hey, deluxe dude, is great. First off, Chick-fil-A is like, I don't even know who to compare it to. It's like the, they can run, they can pass, they can tackle, they can do it all. I mean, if I, if I could vote for a president, like I would put Chick-fil-A in, in as president because they can just, they know how to get a billion people through their restaurant in like 30 minutes. And then yeah. they apologize the entire time that you had to wait. And you're like, it's because they staff. It. It's not that hard to figure out. But yet every single major corporation in America will refuse to pay people to hire them on and actually have them work and give them hours. That's why yes. I don't know how bad it is in Radcliffe, but in Franklin, if you go anywhere on the weekend, they are com- critically understaffed. Like I've oh, had yeah. people go to my parents went to Cracker Barrel on a Saturday night once and it took them over three hours for everything. It took them like an hour to get seated, an hour to get their food and everything. And then oh I've God. gone to Taco Bell on a Sunday after church, like lunch rush. They had two people working, were drive through only and could only take orders up to $15 cash. They couldn't even take debit cards because they were so understaffed. Oh my and, god! Dude. But that's why Chick Fil A is quick. They get people to work, and they have so many people show up all at the same time, and they can afford to do that because they're making dude. money. Is that I mean, there is always there is a direct correlation between having good staffing and making hella bread. 
So yeah. that, that that's but, that's how you fix it, especially like for Starbucks too. That's how we get people out so quick too. I mean, we had like a 76 half hour peak in Springfield, Tennessee, which was 76 total customers in 30 minutes, which it's hard to do that really quick and consistently. Yeah. But th that's the thing is that we're staffed for that. So that's kind of a side tangent rant, but <laughs> I'm just saying that's what makes Chick-fil-A so good and so quick is the fact that they staff people. TLD. You're right. You're not wrong. Um, and, but the the system that they have, I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, yeah. You know, the, the system, the way everything's set up. I mean, and of course, you see memes and people making, making jokes about it all the time. But like Chick-fil-A just completely has this, uh, I don't know, attitude, demeanor where it's just. Oh, I'm I'm sorry about your wait, sir. We're gonna pay for your child's college, you know. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? It, it's okay. It was only five minutes. You know, it was only a couple minutes. I played on my phone the whole time. It's not a big deal. Um, okay, Jared, your second pick in the 2022 restaurant draft. I'm gonna pick local for my third pick, and I would like to select number three overall, Shogun Express in Bowling Green. Okay, I'm gonna say this. Um, it's funny you say Shogun. We actually had a, a, a Shogun in uh, Elizabethtown that had uh, a roach infestation. Yeah. Not even kidding. Um, a kid, I think a kid or a parent or somebody, saw one crawl out from under the table. And so they went and got the manager. And the manager came over, looked under the table. There was like an infestation under this damn table. Uh, I try not to curse, but I have to highlight that it was under this table. So they were like, I am so sorry. We'll comp your food. I'm sorry. You know, we're going to have to close this table. And somebody else came up and said, hey, we got something over here. It turns out like the entire restaurant was infested. They had to close it. They closed Man. it, kicked people out and had to have the place sprayed. That was in the paper. That That's was in the local paper. It's embarrassing and it's disgusting all on its own. Uh, so you say Shogun Bistro. It is really good. I mean, you getting the bowl there is always really solid. I like it a little bit better than Panda. But, yeah. <sighs> this is a tough one for me. I'm trying to think of what another good one. Um, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with Culver's. Mm, Culver's. Go. Butter Burgers. I think that's a good one and two. That's, that's I mean, that's like uh, back in the day you'd get... Uh, uh, you get uh, Megatron and you get Gronk and you would be basically beating everybody in your league. For number five, I'm going to raise your Culver's, which is delicious. I can't argue that, especially oh, with cheese curds. Um, mm. But give me Whataburger <laughs> because it is coming. Ooh, it's coming. There's one in Gallatin, one in Hendersonville. And I think that they're making more in the area too, like in that kind of like northern middle Tennessee area. Like it is an accessible drive. So, I mean, I have okay. to hit it up every now and then. But it, I, when Bowling Green, if they get a Whataburger, man. Dude, man. I'm going to have to try that. I've heard of, I've heard In N Out and Whataburger are like amazing. It's so good. I mean, I don't know if we'll ever get an In N Out on the East Coast, like east of the Mississippi, basically, because that's like a very big, like Western California yes. thing. Yes. But man, Waterburger is slowly working its way up. Like it's within like a forty-minute drive for me now. That's how close it is. It used to the closest one before they came into Tennessee was all the way down in Montgomery, Alabama. Oh my gosh! Yeah, 
That's a ways. Um, I'm trying to think. All right, for the sixth pick in the 2022 NFL, or uh, sorry, <laughs> in the restaurant draft, I am going to go with, this is a tough one for me. I'm going, I don't want to, I feel like I'm just going to, I'm just going to pee down my leg, so to speak on this pick. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Wendy's. That's okay. No, the spicy chicken Wendy's. sandwich is pretty. That's the, the, the Asiago, the Asiago yeah. club mm, with the yes. spicy chicken. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah, I just, <sighs> Wendy's is a good one for me. I actually got food poisoning from them earlier this year, so uh yeah fix your stuff wendy's but other than that everything else has been great it sounds bad but like locally there's a rule that you don't go to the certain wendy's after five o'clock because that's when the manager leaves Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah i made that mistake and i won't do it again all right jared the seventh overall pick buddy it's the seventh overall pick I'm going to have to go with, just for the fact that I eat there so freaking much, I have to go with Pizza Hut because no one can out-pizza the Hut. <laughs> you are it's correct, good. Sir. It's good. The Detroit-style pizza, I don't know if you've had that yet, but the sauce on it is incredible. It's so good. It's different than their regular sauce that they use for like their standard pizzas. So 10 out of 10. Also, their wings are still really good, too. Ooh. So, I mean, the wings, the pizza, the breadsticks are always pretty solid. Um, I mean, pizza. there's literally a Pizza Hut that's walking distance from my work. So, so often I'll place a mobile order, go pick it up on my 30, and then take it back inside and eat it. And it's it hits every time. And it's actually really good. Shout out to Pizza Hut of Springfield, Tennessee. Okay. Um, now for me, Pizza Hut is a very nostalgic th- place because in Scottsville, that's all we had was a Pizza Hut for yeah. like my entire childhood. Um, and like we had the Gallagher game and the Pizza Hut there in, in uh, Scottsville. And like for me, like going into that Pizza Hut, if they don't have the Gallagher or the old CD player jukebox, like, oh, yeah, forget it, just write it off. I don't even want to go in there. Um, here's one for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a little redemption here. Uh, and for the eighth pick in the 2022 restaurant draft, I am taking Qdoba. Oh yeah. I forgot about there we that. Go. There we yeah. go. I got that. That's a, that's my, my saving grace. I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, bud. What do you got? Mm, what are we up to now? Is it nine? Nine. Yes. And we're going mm. to 10. <laughs> Man. Ugh. This is so difficult because I'm trying to think of every place that I eat at all the time. It is. It's tough. I'll give you that. It's tough. It's so hard. And then, of course, Bowling Green. I had a time when I was either in college or high school where I went out to eat with one of my friends. And it took us like 30 minutes to try to decide where we wanted to eat at in Bowling Green just because there's so many options. Oh, my God. There really is. There really is. Which is a good problem to have. Um I think Bowling Green has the highest restaurants per cap ho- restaurants and hotels per capita. Yeah. And they're just getting more different. all the time. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. It really is. Mm-hmm. Man. So I guess with the ninth pick for me, my last pick, 
I know we've already kind of talked about chicken stuff, but I mean, also still close to where I work at is Zaxby's and Zaxby's oh. is still really solid. I mean, you can't go wrong with some Zaxby's every now and no. then. And they're new, I heard that their new loaded fries are incredible. I haven't got to try them yet. It's like these fries <laughs> with chicken and like ranch and cheese and all really these good. extra things. It sounds really, really good. I haven't got to have them yet, but I really want to hopefully pretty soon I'll have to get some. So. Yes. And you're going to have to text me and let me know how that goes. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go wild card on this one. I am going to take. And my wife loves this place. I'm gonna take Panda Express for the last pick in the restaurant draft. Understandable. I mean, it's still the orange chicken is still so good. I think the orange chicken carries it. Mm-hmm. I like the fried rice, but I mean, like you can go to a you know a family owned Chinese restaurant and get better fried rice. Oh yeah, easily. Um, but like, and my daughter loves their egg rolls. Mm-hmm. so you know hey whatever float your boat um let us know in the comments who you think won the restaurant draft okay did i win with chick-fil-a culver's wendy's qdoba and panda express or did jared win with the raising canes shogun bistro <laughs> excuse <Bless> me <laughs> <laughs> raising canes shogun bistro what a burger pizza hut and Zaxby's, which, by the way, the Pizza Hut pick is like probably one of my favorite picks, just because. Um, I mean, you can't out pizza the hut. You really can't, and that's why I didn't pick any more pizzas because that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other pizza places out there, but I don't think they do it as well. Just saying. Exactly. Uh, my wife's a Domino's person, and if wow. I'd known that when we got married, I don't know if we would have. Yeah, I'm I'll completely kidding. I'm completely kidding. <laughs> But yeah, but seriously, like I, I'm not a big fan of Domino's as she is. She loves Domino's, but the Brooklyn style pizza there is good. Um, I'll give yeah. them that. But so other than that, definitely check back next week. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Papa John's delivers to us, and with them being quote local, you know, I try to support <laughs> you know the Kentucky business here, which they're not, I guess, anymore. But whatever. Um, and I think Shaq bought. Uh, Papa John's. Did you hear about that? Yeah, he's coming to Western to DJ before the UAB game. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's pretty... That's what somebody... Uh, what's his rapper name? It's like DJ Diesel or something like that. <laughs> Which, Naturally, by the way, I'll be on vacation when that happens, so I won't get to go to that game. But if you get, to, if you get a picture with Shaq, consider yourself blessed. He is one yes. of the meme gods of sports and just like he's been in every single commercial ever so i mean everybody loves shaq i don't know a single person that dislikes shaq i don't know how you would hate shaq i really don't um check back next week we'll have another episode up next week uh join our patreon you'll get this episode faster um and like i said i got something in the works i'm going to add something to our patreon to uh add a little more spice to it so you all can uh, have a little more benefits and uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, but definitely check back next week. And as always, guys, go tops. Go tops. I'll see you. Appreciate it, Jared. See you, bud.